Welcome everyone, we're about to begin, this is Hashem Shalom Bayez, Shir number 378. Um, we basically pretty much completed the book, the review of the book, uh, 10 Really Dumb Mistakes That Very Smart Couples Make, by Rabbi Ben-Zian Schaefer. And at the end, he has a summary, like a recap of the whole book. And we're going to go through that summary as well here. And again, it's highly recommended that you purchase this book and review the principles here and practice them. Uh, there's nothing like actually reading it and internalizing it that way as well. Uh, but the shiurim also will help if you review it as well. But please buy the book. It's going to be very, very uh, excellent purchase, very entertaining, very interesting. And it's something that when you, frankly, that if you're older teenage kids, um, for the most part, they you know they, they could read it and it'll really give them solid understanding and ashkafas and it will help them in preparation for marriage. So he says pretty much that Yisoid, the first thing, a husband and wife needs to understand that marriage is the most beautiful, meaningful, fulfilling relationship in the world. To throw out this cynicism that people have, we explained before that most people who um, disdain marriage or make fun of it or are sarcastic about it or, you know, and all of that um, has to do a lot with ego, not wanting to give of themselves because very often marriage is also challenging. It points the finger at you and basically says, I need to do work. And the truth is that's what it is. Marriage does take a lot of work. There's no way to get around it. It requires a commitment it comes from an amuna, pshuta, an understanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not make mistakes. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose this ideal partner for you. And this is 99% of the time. You know, there are matzavim where, you know, based on circumstances and you speak to, to Rabbanim and sometimes when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But when one is going in and you need to understand that you're of that huge majority that it's meant for you and no contemplation this is your zivig not your zivig whatever it is you work on it you work on your midas you work on your character you both work on the day-to-day basis to connect with one another and it could be a beautiful beautiful marriage and the most one of the most rewarding relationships in the world he says basically that what holds marriage together is love Love here does not mean the romance of the culture, but it's a tool. It's a tool to get to a goal, which is real love, which means caring, feeling responsible, wanting the best for the person that you love. It doesn't happen automatically. It needs work. And that bond has to be uh, continuously worked on by spending time with one another, making time to talk to one another, Chazayinish, he says, tells us that communication is, is, is essential and crucial to the relationship. It's more natural for a woman to communicate than for a man. Therefore, it's important that a husband learns these skills to understand how important it is to her. It's truly essential for both. He also needs to understand it. We need to understand also that both of us come with what he calls idiosyncrasies, or you could say mishagasin, or quirks in their character, or habits, or particular ways of doing things. We don't realize that we have it. We think we're perfectly normal. It's the other person that has it. They are the ones that have those weird stuff going on. But the truth is, everyone is weird in their own way. 
everyone is different and to recognize that your spouses, your husband, a wise way of doing things is also legitimate and to accept that doesn't come naturally and that's something that needs to be worked on. Another thing to be aware of is the vast differences between men and women overall, their differences in nature, their differences in outlook, their differences in need. To know the general aspects of men and women are very important. And then to know your particular husband or wife's needs, their emotional needs, their physical needs, their spiritual needs. With a wife, it means listening to her, paying careful attention to her emotions, validating her. And that's sometimes difficult for some husbands because sometimes it feels like their wife is criticizing them. And very often one needs to realize is they don't mean to criticize. They're not blaming you. They're just trying to share. And sometimes that need to share comes across as criticism. And it's important that a husband learns not to be defensive about it and to grow from it and to keep the lines of communication open in a warm way. Wife also remembers very often that their husband doesn't always need fixing. Respect is very important both ways, but especially for a a man, a a wife to a husband, give respect. And this is all true no matter how long you're married. This has to be a very strong idea. Another idea is, is no matter how long you're married, you think you know each other like a book. In reality, you don't. The neshama is endless. Personality of a human has great, great depth. Very often, we said this often, that people are married 20, 30 years and they think they know their spouse like a book and they really don't know them that well, even though they're with them 24-7. They know their external reactions, but they really don't know about their inner feelings and their inner drives and so on and so forth. And therefore, it's important to constantly rediscover how different you are. And when they act unusual, not to get defensive, but say, that's interesting. Why are they reacting that way? And to learn about it. Hakar satoiv, big aspect of it, appreciating your spouse. Recognize that many things that he or she does for you is l'taivascha, is for your benefit. And to recognize the strengths and qualities of your spouse. They're not perfect. We all have flaws. I have flaws. You have flaws. But you're perfectly matched with each other, to align with each other, and to overlook those flaws and to strengthen the the positive points in each one of you. Marriage also means that you're best friends forever. Reim ahuvim. Reim means your friends that you love each other, you're tolerant of each other, you're accepting of each other. Friends overlook flaws, they enjoy life together, they don't boss each other around, they don't criticize each other, they forgive each other. And with Hashem's help, if you work on that, make a commitment that you're going to be reim ahuvim, best of friends that love each other, You'll have beautiful times in your marriage, beautiful times. And even though it's true, every marriage has bumps in the road. And there'll be times where you'll feel hurt. There'll be times where you'll feel angry. Sometimes you may disagree, even fight. And you have that urge to want to be, you know, get even or to teach so-and-so him or her a lesson. It's very, very important to work your best to fight that Yetzirah, to fight that inclination and to resist that urge to want to get even or to to strike back when you're hurt, to resist that urge, to let it go, and to have that courage. It is courage to be a healthy adult and respond kindly 
that will make that those bumps in those roads will be more pleasant and will pass quickly and you'll move on and you'll grow. And that part, part of that is the, what, what the Chavetz Chaim talks about all the time of the Shmiras Haloshin, watching the tongue, watching what you did and be careful how you speak. And also, very often, one needs to know, say, and it's very hard to say because you can't just say it, you have to mean it, that I was wrong and I'm sorry. Another insight is never stop davening. Always recommend by every Shmeyat Tefillah, or at least pick one Tefillah, maybe Shachris, by Shmeyat Tefillah, ask specifically for Shalom Bayas, day in and day out, every single day, whether things are going great, whether things are not going so great. You daven for Shalom Bayas every single day. It, it is no harm at all, even Bachram that are listening, or girls that are listening, in their teenage years especially. It doesn't make a difference if they're not marriageable age yet. Even if they're 14, they don't have to obsess over it, but to daven ta'kadosh baruch to help Ez Hashem at the right time, they should have, find my zivig, and this should be a wonderful person, and we should have a wonderful, beautiful marriage, we should have wonderful shalom bayis, and you daven for it. You could daven for it all the time. And HaKadosh, that tefillah is very, very crucial. It's important to realize that in marriage, you're one unit, and you learn to live together. Now there's a letter he brings down fascinating from Rav Kiva Eger. He lost his first wife, and it's printed in Chuvas Rav Kiva Eger. It's, it's, it's a real beautiful letter. And he, he, uh, they, they were proposing to him other shidduchim. Eventually he did remarry, but it was quite, you know, not long after his first wife's petira, and he wasn't ready. And when he answered, he translates it um, in, um, I'm going to translate to you in English the way Rebetzin Schaefer translates it here from the letter, and listen carefully. So Rebbe Kiva Eger responded, How can I answer you? All my senses are confused. I can't concentrate on anything. How can I forget the love of my wife, of, of my wife, the wife of my youth, my pure dove, with who Hashem blessed me with? We produce wonderful children together. She raised them in Torah, in Yerushalayim. She supported my every effort. She cared for my health and my wellness. With whom shall I share my worries and receive comfort? Who will look after and care for me? And then he writes as follows. As you can tell, I'm a broken man in a dark world. I have lost all pleasure. I accept Hashem's decree, but I cannot answer any questions now. The tears make me unable to read. I did everything in my power to care for my wife and keep her alive. Now that I am weak and in grave danger, I am unable to eat. I can barely keep anything down. I can't sleep. I can't daven without distraction. I can barely learn. learn. So listen carefully. This is the words of one of the greatest human beings that ever lived one of the greatest tzaddikim of our generation, the greatest ga'inim of our generation, or Kiva Eger. And he's saying in this letter, can't daven properly, can't learn, and he's broken because his wife is gone. This is just a general yesaid, very important, when you look into the lives of G'dayli Yisrael. And Rav Hutna has a letter about this that explains it. It's not public knowledge for everybody. It's not written a lot in biographies of Svarim, of G'dayli Yisrael. But people make this um, unhealthy assumption that all these G'daylem, you can never get to their toenails because, you know, they're beyond normal human emotions. 
that everyone else feels, and that's simply not true. They have emotions like everyone else. They're Anshe Kodesh. Yes, it's true, we may not get Halavai to get to that tone else, but we have a connection, we have a relationship. These are human beings that became great. But that's a separate point. But the idea being here, though, is you see how connected he was and the right hashkafas he had pertaining to um, what a wife is and what they what they and what they mean and so on and so forth. And then he goes through a summary of the ten <coughs> mistakes, and we're going to go through them very briefly over here also. Number one is when you mistake infatuation for love. And we talked about infatuation. It's an unusual state Hashem created with young men, young women, in the early stages of meeting and of courtship. Very powerful chemical things that happen in the brain. All of a sudden, a mild-mannered, sober man, all of a sudden is singing and is jumping. Um, A mature, balanced young woman has that dreamy look in her eyes. They feel differently, they view the world differently, they see differently, they act differently than they ever did before because they're in that infatuation mode. Hashem created it as a tool to get couples together. It's designed to be a temporary thing. It's there to help, to assist, to get a couple started. And then after that, the job is is to go on building a bond of real love. It's sort of similar when Hashem gives siyata deshmaya to a person that all of a sudden he has a certain burn to learn and a fire to daven in a most beautiful way and then sometimes that cheshit goes away. But that was a matana and now it is the work is that starting, that's the key. So it could give chizik to people who never had this infatuation stage, which could happen, that it makes no difference. If they work on the marriage, they could have a beautiful marriage like anyone else who had infatuation and even more beyond people that had this infatuation so even if you never experienced it you could have a very deep powerful fiery wonderful marriage and the people that had this infatuation stage and now it's disappeared you have to realize you know while you're in infatuation stage it's very easy to overlook your spouse's flaws because of that strong feeling of attraction and the happiness that causes you to be blind to each other's faults. But the idea being, though, is it's a tool. If you got it in the beginning, that's great. If you have it from time to time, that's great. You use it as a tool to build the marriage because the key really is that it's not love. Infatuation is not love. It wears off, and ultimately you have that real work. So that's the first one. Infatuation is not love. Then thinking I could have done better. This is an idea of loy sachmoid and kina that takes people out of this world. I could have done better. I could have married someone that's smarter or neater or more organized or prettier or richer and so on. And the idea being, though, is that is emuna, that is HaKadosh Baruch Hu telling you, I know what I'm doing. This is the best person for you. And the fact that you clash sometimes or the fact that there are certain flaws that drive each other crazy, that happens, by the way, in every marriage, but you need to work with each other with it. You have to have a moon Hashem chose the right person. You fit together like a glove, but that doesn't mean there's going to be bumps, not going to be bumps in the road. You have flaws. She has flaws. He has flaws. But it's handpicked by you that Hashem knows your nature and knows what's best for you. 
and you work through it, you both could be the best people you could possibly be as the best husbands, best wives, and best human beings with this particular spouse that was given to you by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The third one is forgetting that love is a glue of the marriage, the love and affection of friends that understand each other, willing to overlook each other's mistakes. And um, it's, it's, it's natural to feel wrong sometimes or feel the being taken advantage of. And you need to work against that nature of being small-minded or petty and so on and so forth. So love is a very important part of marriage. It's not a romantic Hollywood notion. It is a real, real thing. The fiery, healthy love that keeps the marriage together and to daven for it, to work through it. And we'll Be'ez Hashem continue the summary in the next year, which will be the last year on this wonderful, wonderful Sefer. Bracha and Atzlacha.